Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 inspiration i can do anything education and application oh boy this is gonna be good welcome to like it matters radio keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues here's your life caddy mr scott b black so welcome to the world of mr black Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. Uh, And every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle, or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. It's a sense of urgency. The time is now, not Kronos, because Kronos, it's about 11.05, 11.06 Central Standard Time. But I'm talking about Kairos. What time are we in? Leaders, they know the time, and they know their environment. And you know what else they know? They know words. You know, words are pretty important because words are the structure of relationships. You know why I can say that? Because communication is the structure of relationships. It's the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to remember. I learned a long time ago as a leader developing leaders that leaders remember the right things. You know why I say that? Because too many people forget what matters. Not only do they forget it, they replace it with lies, with half-truths, and with things that destroy and demotivate us. It is a terrible thing when we forget who we are and what we're called to do. Amnesia creates confusion. Confusion begets anger. And today, I want to pause it with you, my friends, my graduates, my listeners, my brothers and sisters. Paramnesia and confabulations. Oh, my. But before we go scuba diving, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. Story from Halise Sparky Bridges from Chicken Soup for the Soul. A teacher in New York decided to honor each of her seniors in high school by telling them the difference that each one has made. Using a process developed by Halise Bridges of Del Mar, California, she called each student to the front of the class one at a time. First, she told them how the student made a difference to her and the class. Then, she presented each of them with a blue ribbon imprinted with gold letters, which read, Who I am makes a difference. 
after the teacher decided to do a class project to see what kind of impact recognition would have on a community. And so what she decided to do is that she gave each of the students three more ribbons, just as she had given those student herself. However, she instructed them to go out and spread this acknowledgement ceremony. To, they were to follow up on the results, share with three people, and then see who honored whom and report back to the class in about a week. So one of the boys in class went to a junior executive in a nearby company and honored him because at one point he helped him with his career planning. He gave him a blue ribbon and put it on his shirt. And then he gave that gentleman two extra ribbons and told her what was going on. He said, we're doing a class project on recognition and, and we'd like you to go out, find somebody to honor, give them a blue ribbon and then give them the extra blue ribbon so they can acknowledge a third person to keep this acknowledgement ceremony going. And then please, please report back to me and tell me what happened. Later that day, the executive went in to see his boss. See, his boss had been noted, by the way, as being kind of a, a grouchy fellow, maybe a, a Mr. Black to some of you. Not too friendly all the time on the outside. So he sat his boss down and he, and he told him that he deeply admired him for being a creative genius. The boss was surprised, not used to people telling him good things. The executive asked him if he would accept the gift of the blue ribbon and, and would he give him permission to put it on his coat? His surprise boss says, absolutely, I'd be honored. That executive took the blue ribbon and placed it right on his boss's jacket. You know where? Above his heart. As he gave him the last extra ribbon, he said, would you do me a favor, please? Would you take this extra ribbon, it's my last, and pass it on by honoring somebody else? The young boy who first gave me the ribbons is doing a project in school, and, and we want to keep this recognition ceremony going and find out how it affects people. And he agreed. So that night, the boss came home, and at his home was his 14-year-old son, and he sat him down. He said, you know, son, the most incredible thing happened to me today. I was in my office, and one of the junior executives came in and told me he admired me. He gave me this blue ribbon for being a creative genius. And imagine, he thinks I'm a, a genius. Then he puts this blue ribbon that says who I am makes a difference on my jacket just above my heart. And son, he gave me an extra ribbon and asked me to find someone else to honor. And man, I'm driving home and I'm, I'm thinking about it. So many people in my life. And I started thinking about whom I would honor. And then you came into my head, son. I want to honor you. He said, you know, my days are hectic, and when I come home, sometimes I don't, I don't pay enough attention to you. He said, sometimes I'm screaming at you for not getting good grades and, and for your bedroom being a mess. And Man, I don't think I tell you how important you are to me, how, how you give me hope. And so... I just wanted to let you know, son, you do make a difference. And beside your mother, you are the most important person in my life. You're a great kid, and I love you, I need you, and I'm proud of you. The startled boy started sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. He couldn't stop crying. His whole body shook. He couldn't speak for a few minutes. He looked up at his dad. 
and he said through the tears, I was planning on committing suicide tonight, Dad, because I didn't think I mattered, because I didn't think you loved me. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry I get so emotional. You know why I get so emotional? Because I live that. I walk in people's pain. I walk in people's brokenness. I deal with this every day. Successful people, strong people, they feel alone. They feel abandoned. They feel confused. There's a lot going on around us. Ladies and gentlemen, depression and suicide are ripping apart our families, our souls, our this matters. This is why I do this radio show. I don't need to spend $3,000 a month because I need someone to listen to me. I hurt. For years, I prayed the, the song, Give Me Your Eyes, Lord, from Brandon Heath. Give me your eyes, Lord. Be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. And so I realize I have eyes to see what most people will not see. I have ears to hear what people will not hear. And I'm going to tell you today, that it's time to wake up because lions and bears and tigers, oh my, that's a nice story. But what about paramnesia and confabulation? Oh my. See, leaders remember the right thing. And why does that matter? Because we construct belief systems based on our beliefs. And what do we believe? What we're told, what we say to ourselves over and over and over And there is a battle going on right now for a narrative. There is a battle going on right now for a belief system. There is a battle going on right now for our little children. Why? Because if you can train a child up in one way, they will never depart. They will go back to their basic structure that was put in place. And ladies and gentlemen, if we're not putting in place, uh, there are forces out there putting in place. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go some deep words, paramnesia, confabulation. Oh, my. If you want to know what I'm talking about, then be back here in three minutes. I could listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360-degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, we're where you are. Ringing liberty and truth. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Okay, honey, I'm done with the family shower schedule. Wait, I'm last and I only get two minutes. 
Well, that's all the hot water that's left. Sounds like it's time for a new energy-saving Ream tankless water heater installed by Ream Pro Plumber Metro Heating and Cooling with smart features, tax credits, rebates, and immediate hot water. I'd better call Metro Heating. Tired of spending too much on your utility bills? Save money on energy costs while you enjoy immediate hot water with a Ream tankless water heater. Call MetroHeating.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, was, I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's. It's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. But it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters. Unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters. Radio, radio, like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I love hearing from our listeners. Ingrid, thank you so much for calling in right now. But I got so much to cram into this 54 minutes or whatever it is, 48 minutes. I'm so sorry, Ingrid. Thank you so much for listening, and please keep listening and spread the words. We all need you guys to spread the word. Go to your local radio station. Tell them, hey, we need Like It Matters Radio. I need your help. We're going to change this world. The battle's in the mind. Uh, I know how the mind works. God's given me some unique light. It's not me. It's God. I've been doing this 31 years. God's shown me a way to connect dots. It all connects to me. It's not separate. The biological, the psychological, the sociological, the theological, uh, the purposiveological, whatever you want to put knowledge after it. I just, it all makes sense to me. You know, there's an old apocryphal story from the 16th century India where a young man climbs a large mountain to speak to the sage at the top. The sage was all wise and powerful. I think his name was Jen Saki. No, just kidding. And he knew everything and was considered the wisest person in the kingdom. And this young man was anxious to understand the secrets of the world. Upon arriving at the top of the mountain, the sage greeted the young man and invited him to ask him anything. The young man asked him this question. Great sage, we stand upon the world, but what does the world stand upon? The sage immediately replied, the world rests upon the back of a number of great elephants. The young man contemplated what he had just said. He, he thought about it for a moment. And then he asked, Oh, great sage, I understand what you're saying. But please tell me, what do the elephants stand upon? 
The sage replied again, without hesitation. Why, son, the elephants rest upon the back of a great turtle. Young man continued to think and ponder what he was hearing. His eyes got confused, not satisfied with the answer. He asked, oh, sage, can I ask another question? Yes, go ahead, son. He says, Sage, what does the great turtle rest upon? That's a fair question, right? What does the great turtle rest upon? The sage replied, it rests upon an even greater turtle. Without hesitation, the young man, growing frustrated, began to ask, but what does the... No, 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 no. Stop, the sage interrupted. Stop there. It's turtles all the way down. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Albert Einstein was a pretty smart guy. And Albert Einstein said, if you can't explain it to a a fifth grader, or maybe it was a five-year-old, maybe I'm misquoting him, then you don't know it well enough. It's not turtles all the way down, people. It's a nice book. It's a nice story, I'm sure. But you got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. And more importantly, you got to know whose you are. See, words still matter. They mattered several weeks ago when I, I wrote a blog and posted about words that we weaken through overuse. You know, principles of word that we weaken by misuse. Great leaders are principal leaders. They know what matters. They understand the values and beliefs to find principles and recognize that principles are complex and even messy. They recognize that making principle decisions is sometimes about choosing between right and wrong, but they also understand that the greatest challenges are not that simple. The greatest acts of principle leadership are often those we are forced to choose between right and right, or wrong and wrong. When we must violate one value to protect another, that is integrity, and that is the essence of principled leadership. That's from a blog I read years ago, if you will lead by Doug Moran. You know, it's just fascinating. And today we're covering two words. I love words. Words are the foundation for everything. You know, we live in a time that uh, everybody's speaking the same language, it seems, but we're all using different dictionaries. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, grab your dictionary. Keep your dictionary. Do not let Satan run with your dictionary because Satan loves to take the dictionary and tweak it, pervert it, make it wicked. Look at the base of the word wicked. Anybody have any wicker furniture outside? It's this twisted like wood. That's what wicked is. It's taking something of the truth and twisting it, perverting it. That's what perversion means. You alter something in a negative way. You pervert it. So today's radio show, I told you, has two great words in it. Because I want you to learn to remember the right things because we have an accuser of the brethren that wants to remind us of all the wrong things, but this is not spiritual right now, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what's going on in this world. We forget what we're built upon. We forget what's important. We forget. And so there's two words today, and this is where I want to know, are you in the now moment? Are you on the God operating system? God is looking for people that are willing to play Father May I. Are you live streaming with God? Are you live streaming with Jehovah? 
Is Yahweh, here I am, Lord, go to the left, go to the left, go to the right, go to the right. It's like Matrix at the beginning when he calls up uh, the guy and says, listen, you're getting ready to die. Here's what you do. Do everything I tell you, right when I tell you. Run across the hallway. Stop. Get down. Wait three seconds. Count to three. One, two, three. And then jump up and down and spin around three times. Get down. Right? Seen it all. It's kind of like that. And so... I, w- I get words emailed to me all the time. And so the word of the day a couple of days ago is this word called paramnesia. I go, that's a cool word. And from that email I got, uh, a generic junk email, comes this radio show. Paramnesia is a condition or phenomenon involving distorted memory or confusions of fact and fantasy, such as confabulation or deja vu. I'll read again. Paramnesia a condition or phenomenon involving distorted memory or confusions of fact and fantasy, such as confabulation. Now, as I read that email, I mean that definition, you and I should have one big question. What the heck does confabulation mean, right? (laughs) So I go to a dictionary, and I can access 22 of them online. So can you. You know, that Internet is used for more than porn and cat videos. You know, you have access to every single book out there ever written. You have access... In Hebrew, every concordance, if you don't know the Word of God, it's because you don't want to know the Word of God. You might want to consider where are you spending your Internet time. You know why? Because Google says from midnight to 3 a.m., you know what people are looking for? Depression, suicide, and porn. Look it up. Again, choices. You know, choices don't make us, but after we make choice, uh, what is the saying? Uh, we make choices, but after a while, choices make us. Don't know. My good friend who teaches Bible study on Wednesday night at the church I attend currently, Don No said that. That's right. Uh, you know, so true, Don. And so I had to look up confabulation. So let's check out this word. Confabulation is a neuropsychiatric disorder wherein a patient generates a false memory without the intention of deceit. Isn't that credible? And 40% of people have first memories that are made up. I told you, I share this information with you. Scientific Journal about eight years ago, five years ago. Actually, July 18, 2018, that's when it was. So, yeah, about five years ago. 47 people have first memories that are made up. And it says right here, confabulation is a neuropsychiatric disorder where a patient generates a false memory without the intention of deceit. Why? Because we're being manipulated. This is fifth generation warfare. You are being programmed. I mean, look what's going on. We, everything that Joe Biden, okay, it's, he's the most corrupt, most racist president. He's destroying this country. I don't care who you voted for. Let's just be honest. But you're not, I mean, the IRS is covering, won't cover Hunter Biden. They've made millions of dollars off of foreign governments while he's been in office. And none of you seem to care because the orange boogeyman's not there. This is not political. This is spiritual. There are forces going on. They want you to forget paramnesia, a condition or phenomenon involving distorted memory confusion. We're getting rid of America. And why does this matter? This matters because of how God made us. Remember, we filter things. No one responds to reality, we respond to our map reality. We have filtering, we distort, we delete, we generalize. If we didn't have filters, we would have autism because there's too much data coming in. In the book, The Unseen Realm by Michael Heiser, he talks about these filters. He says filters are used to eliminate things in order to achieve a desired result. When we use them in cooking, the unwanted elements are drenched 
and discarded. When we use them in email, they weed out what or whom we don't want to read. What's left is what we use, what contributes to our meal, our engine, or our sanity. He's talking about his education in the Bible. He said, most of my education was conducted in this way, using filters. It was no sinister plot. It was just what it was. The content I learned was filtered through certain presumptions presumptions, and traditions that ordered the material for me that put it into a system that made sense to my modern mind versus that didn't quite work with my tradition where were problem passages. So those things that didn't work with my filter, he said, there were problem passages that he just got rid of them. But he said he understands a lot of well-meaning Bible students, pastors, professors don't look at how they approach the Bible that way. I know I didn't, but it's what happens. We view the Bible through the lens of what we know and what's familiar. But Psalm 82, he said, broke my filter. More importantly, it alerted me to the fact that I'd been using a filter. Our traditions, however honorable, are not intrinsic to the Bible. They are systems we invent to organize the Bible. They are artificial. They are filters. And what you need to understand is everything is a filter. It's a narrative. It's a frame. We've always believed that this country was God-ordained. And so we had the Constitution, this noble document. But what the progressive left had to do was attack the Founding Fathers. If you could make the Founding Fathers evil, then what they created was evil. Then America is evil. And if America is evil, you can deconstruct it. That is what's going on in our families. That's going on in our church. And that's going on in America. And people, we got to wake it up because paramnesia and confabulations, oh my. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr.Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Attention taxpayers. If you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 90 Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. 
the way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the, the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If you want to change your life, you've got to change your thinking. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day in the study of epigenetics. That's what we're told. And thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. So what do you think you're saying to yourself over and over and over? See, that's why we're so busy. That's why we self-medicate. That's why we do drugs and alcohol. That's why we sleep around. That's why we don't like the company we keep when we sleep with ourselves in the quietness of our mind. Because we don't want to pay attention to what's going on in our head. Why do you think we smoke so much pot? Why do you think we drink so much alcohol? Why do you think we have to have physical interactions with so many different people? Because we don't like the company we keep in the quietness of our mind. Have you ever driven in a car with somebody and not felt the need to talk? You can tell how comfortable you are with somebody. Not because you're angry and bitter and you're sulking. Don't get me wrong. But can you comfortably be in a nice situation in a car with someone and not feel the need to fill dead space with gabbity gabbity gook? I go deep with a lot of people for 30 plus years. I have a pool of knowledge and experience that very few can match. If you've been through my training, you know that's true. Because I've been doing this 31 years, and what I went through with you, I've been through with 15,000 other people. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you that don't, you're just, you don't believe anything. So that's just who you are. And until you choose to be somebody different, you'll never be anybody different. It, these are choices, and choices matter. You know, it's interesting because I'm on Google, and when I was looking at confabulation, you know how they put the search? It says confabulation. I told you what it says is a psychological disorder, right? I told you this. So I'll read it to you again. Is a neuropsychiatric disorder where a patient generates a false memory without the intention of deceit. Now, here's the cool thing. People can help you. People can manipulate to create, create those false uh, intentions. Uh, I mean, to, that deceit. So this is what you got to get. And so in the same page, there's a lot of stuff. It says related health conditions over on the right. I took a picture of this. And it says Alzheimer's disease. Now, this is interesting because it's the battle for the mind. Fifth generation warfare is the battle for the narrative. It's a battle for the thought process. you got to get this, for the thought process. Remember when they kept saying, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science, but they weren't? They were actually doing political science, but they coined the phrase, and everybody got, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science, as they're leading you away from the science. See, that's the magic. That's the sleight of hand. That's what magic is, sleight of hand. David Copperfield did not make the Statue of Liberty disappear. I hope I didn't surprise anybody. It's called sleight of hand. 
and Robert Diltz, one of my professors in NLP, I wrote a book called Slight Mouth. And my wife calls me an NLP ninja because she knows what I can do with words. Oh, yeah, they're programming. They're subtle. They're subconscious. Uh, God's giving me an interesting set of light. I understand how it all fits together. Now, by the grace of God, uh, he uses it through me for his good because I could sure use it for my bad. There's a lot of people that do. But we know what progresses are. Joe Biden's progressive. He's progressively destroying this country, and you guys are okay with it because he's not an orange bad man called Trump. So it's okay if that man destroys the country. You just don't want Trump to. But it's okay if Biden does because he's your guy. You don't want the other guy to destroy your country, but it's okay for your guy to destroy your country. Cool. I hope that works for you. But in that little segment here, it says Alzheimer's disease. Now listen to the, I'm going to read you word for word. A progressive disease. Maybe you didn't hear me. Joe Biden's a progressive. The progressive Democrats are destroying this country. They're turning into a laughing stock. They're running away from God, mocking God, and you're, and the church is going along with it. So it says Alzheimer's disease, related health condition, a progressive disease that destroys memory and other important mental functions. I'll say it again. A progressive disease that destroys memory and other important mental functions. Maybe one more time, uh, you know, just in case they didn't hear me. A progressive disease that destroys memory and other important mental functions. Does this matter? Because Education Secretary Michael Cordona refused on Tuesday a woman under oath. So he's at congressional hearings. Remember how important it is? So you've got to answer all Congress's questions. When they subpoena, you've got to go, we're going to arrest you, right? We're going to arrest all these Donald Trump people because they want to respond to Congress. But if you're a Democrat, you don't have to. Only a Republican has to. So at a House Appropriations Subcommittee hearing, Representative Andrew Clyde uh, highlighted the, that Cordona's job includes enforcing Title IX, which prohibits discrimination, including on the basis of sex. You can't discriminate against women, Okay in education programs that receive federal funding. That's what Title IX is. But, here's the big but. Beware of Biden's big but. But the Biden administration is seeking to alter Title IX to punish states that protect the integrity of women's sports by prohibiting transgender athletes from competing unfairly in women's sports. Since Title IX prohibits discrimination between male and female to ensure that each gets appropriate funding, I think it's important that the country sees that the government understands the difference, right? That's fair. So do you know the difference between a man and a woman? If your job is to make sure that women are properly treated, you should know what a woman is. So then he asks, so sir, since this is part of your job, can you please tell me or can you please define for me what is a woman. Now, this is how crazy things have gotten in 2023. And let's be honest. Stop for a moment. I don't care what kind of people you agree with or don't agree with. Cordona refused to answer what what is a woman. And you know who started this, right? Supreme Court Justice, right? Tommy Brown Jackson. She's got sent to all the greatest schools in the world because of her skin color. You can go for free. If I would have, man, if I was black, my life would be a lot easier. I would have went to great schools. My 501c3 right now would have a million dollars in it. I'd have a nationally syndicated show if my skin color was just some darker. But even going to all the highest paid schools that the government paid for, the best schools in the world, she could not define what a woman is. But she won't. See, this is the structure of belief systems. And this is what we're even forgetting what a woman is. Why does that matter? Because I normally don't do this, but I'm going to read a segment from the book. 
by Jonathan Kahn. One of my favorite books written a long time, Jonathan Kahn, The Return of the Gods. And it's page 62, after 10, The Return of the Gods, says The Ancient Amnesia. How does the spirit come into a nation that has known of God? The book of Judges reveals how it began in the case of ancient Israel. They forgot the Lord their God. They forgot, did you hear that? And served the Baals of Asherah. In the book of Jeremiah, written in the last days of that apostasy, the voice of God laments over the nation's spiritual condition. Their fathers have forgotten, you hear this? My name for Baal. The mission of Baal, listen carefully, is to cause a nation that has known God to stop knowing him and then to forget him, to have amnesia, and then to forget that it ever knew him. The spirit of Baal caused Israel to forget the God of its foundation and became estranged from him. By the end of the process, it could no longer remember or imagine what it was like to have known him. The American amnesia. So when Baal returned to the modern world, his mission would be the same, to cause America and the West to forget its God. How would he do that? He has a plan. Remember, beware the wiles of the enemy, the, God, the Bible says. After the destruction of Israel or Samaria in 722 B.C., the Bible gave a requiem for the fallen kingdom. And they rejected his statutes and his covenant that he had made with their fathers and his testimonies which he had testified against them. They followed idols, became idolaters, so they left all the commandments of the Lord their God made for themselves, a molded image and two calves made a wooden image and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served Baal. The people were drawn away from the word of God. Listen, people, words have power. The right words at the right time will change someone's life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word. You hear it? The Word dwelt among us. The people are drawn away from the Word of God, the laws of God, and the ways of God. In the case of America, Baal would use the same strategy. He would first seek to separate the nation from the Word of God and then the ways of God. And then it says the vanishing of God. Though the seeds of America's turning from God can be found in earlier years, it would become most noticeable and would achieve critical mass in the 1960s. It was at the beginning of that decade that America removed prayer from its public schools. The act was soon followed by the banning of God's word from the instruction of the nation's children. The Bible had always been part of the American public school system from its beginning at Massachusetts Bay. Thus, the change was a monumental one. And with regard to the spirit of Baal, a strategic one. Children of Baal. Now listen carefully. This is what's going on. Just listen. I don't care if you're a Christian. Just listen. When Baal was unable to possess one generation of Israelites, he would focus on the next, the nation's children. Since children represent the future, if he could take hold of America's children, he could take hold of America. So by removing prayer and the word from the education of America's children, he was weakening the transmission of faith to the next generation. He could then separate the entire nation from prayer, from the word, and from faith. By causing God's ways to become alien to the nation's children, he could cause the alienation of America from God. The bailization of America. If you have not read the book, The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn, stop what you're doing and read it now. Because eloquently, historically, biblically, he lays out the case. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a strategy. This is a plan. This is not by chance. 
And so you got to see the bigger picture. You got to have eyes to see. Remember, we are unaware creatures. Most people are deaf, numb, and blind. We're so busy. We're so busy judging that we look at people, but we don't see them. We're too busy judging them. Right now, you're all hearing me. You know, you have the biological ability to hear me, but most people don't listen at all. They're too busy talking to themselves. Other people are talking to them. And right now, you're all touching something, a book, your chin, a steering wheel, a radio dial, or maybe a volume to turn it up. But most people haven't felt anything but pain and disappointment and loneliness and frustration for a long time. I want you to know the reason why you understand the wiles of the enemy, not so you can be scared, but so you can be prepared. Remember the six P's, proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. I'm Black. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we are where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit Freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. The next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Reserve your place today at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. 
welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. That is my outcome. And today we are talking about paramnesia and confabulations. Oh my, oh my, oh my. There's a battle going on and the battle is in the mind. And why does this matter? Because you got to be aware of the patterns, ladies and gentlemen. Patterns get us what we're getting today. If you don't know why you're getting what you're getting today, you haven't identified your patterns. And you've got to stop and be honest and identify your patterns. And then once you can identify your patterns, you ask yourself this question. Is this getting me what I want? But do you know what's presupposed in that question? The presupposition is that you know what you want. Based on my 31 years of leadership development and psychotherapy with people, I'm going to tell you right now, most people don't know what they want, but they have a list of what they don't want. That's the presidential thing. They don't want Donald Trump. They don't want someone who's dividing the country. They don't because all that stuff has been pinned on Donald Trump, and yet that was happening under Obama, and it's happening even worse under Biden. But you don't hear about that because, again, you're not responding to reality. You're responding to over and over and over from state-run media. I mean, Hitler had the media too. And now Joe Biden and the progressives have the media. So you believe what they tell you to believe. And if they don't want you to believe something, they'll ban it on social media. You just got to know what's going on. My last segment, I'm going to do a whole show on this. Uh, I got this great report. Uh, it's a term paper. It's a thesis. I don't know what it is. The guy's name is Kirby Anderson, K-E-R-B-Y Anderson. And I got it from leaderu.com. It's a... Uh, it's called The Decline of a Nation. And I'd like to share this in this last segment. It said, Doomsdayers for many years have been predicting the decline and fall of this country. And while many of these short-term predictions have proved inaccurate, there is some truth to the prevailing belief that this nation will fall like every other great nation before it. Apart from revival and reformation, the nation is destined to decline. And he goes in and he starts making this thesis, this positing this, uh, st- this belief. And he references a couple of things. First of all, he references he calls something the cycle of nations. And he references the book, The End of Christendom, by Malcolm Muggeridge. And Malcolm Muggeridge, in this book, says this. He says, I conclude that civilizations, like every other human creation, wax and wane. By the nature of their case, there can never be a lasting civilization any more than there can be a lasting spring or a lasting happiness in an individual life or lasting stability in a society. It is the nature of man, intrinsic, it's inborn, it's innate. It is the nature of man. Why? Because we're fallen, we're flawed. By one man, Adam, sin became part of our DNA. And by one man, Jesus, he removes that part of our DNA. He makes us a new creature. All is new. It's the nature of man and all that he constructs to perish, and it must ever be so. The world is full of the debris of past civilizations and others are known to have existed, which have not only left uh, in, uh, any debris behind, but them have just disappeared. Sorry, that's a little broken there. So he goes on to say this, whatever their ideology may be, from the Garden of Eden onwards, such dreams of lasting felicity have cropped up, and no doubt always will. But the realization is impossible for the simple reason that a fallen creature like man, though capable of conceiving perfection and aspiring after it, is in himself and in his works forever imperfect. 
That's what you got to get. That's what Thomas Sowell was talking about in the Conflict of Visions. I highly recommend Thomas Sowell's book, Conflict of Visions. It's not a spiritual book, but he breaks it down in these two uh, operating systems. And really, they are a flesh operating system and God operating system. He doesn't call that. Uh, He calls it different. He calls it the constrained vision and the unconstrained vision. But this is the reality. So he goes on to say the decline of the family. Nations most often fall from within, and this fall is usually due to a decline in the morale and spiritual values in the family. Now, this goes back. There are four great empires, the Babylonian Empire, right? The Empire, the Mede-Persian Empire, uh, and then the, what do you, I don't know what you call it, uh, uh, Alexander the Great, the Grecian, or uh, they call it something else. I forgot what they call it. The Helen, I don't know. But it's, those are the three, uh, four great. And then uh, we, America, America's what, had 200 years? Uh, uh, we got uh, the Greek beat, but outside the Greek, I think everybody else lasted longer than that. <laughs> so why does this matter? British historian J.D. Unwin, to Rus- Reds, Russian psychologist, oh, I'm sorry, from British historian J.D. Unwin to Russian sociologist Peterium Sorokin, We have studied civilizations that have collapsed. In his book, Our Dance Has Turned to Death, Carl Wilson identifies the common pattern of family decline in ancient Greece and the Roman Empire. Now, I just want you to see this pattern. Patterns are important. My background's in neuro-linguistic programming. I see patterns. It's all about the patterns. How do we do this? My son, Benaya, eight years old, genius. Why? He sees patterns. He wants to make sense of things. What do you think religion is? Religion is man's attempt to find out God's pattern. Religion is a unconscious way. Just let me check the boxes, God. Let me just check the boxes. Let me do the 12 things you say. Let me turn here at this time, turn there at that time. We want to regiment everything. If we could just check the boxes with God and then make mandate that God must accept us, that's what religion is. That's what religion is. Man's attempt to mandate that God say he's good enough. It's a pattern. Why do you think God doesn't give us patterns? Because God wants a relationship. He wants faith. Faith requires a gap. If you know everything, you don't need faith to say two plus two equals four. You might need faith when I tell you, if you take the square root of 1,643,712, that is 3,041. Now, it might take your faith to believe that answer because you don't know, but you don't need any faith to say that two plus two is equal to four. Same thing with God. You gotta realize he requires faith. If it's all clear and cut and dry, there's no faith. Faith requires a gap. So here are the seven stages that the greatest empire in the history of the world is the Roman Empire, a thousand year reign. Nothing even comes close. We won't even get to a third of that because we're already gone. America's already done. Uh, There's a process we have called the traffic jam where you gotta move one at a time through this hopscotch thing and looking thing. and. There's a secret. I can tell when they're stuck. Now, they still might be able to have more moves. But if they do a certain move early on, they might have 10 more moves, but they're stuck. They're not going to be successful. They're going to fail. But they have lots of moves in front of them. America's done. We ran away from God. We mocked God. We turned this over progress. We're done. Now, do we have more steps in front of us? Do we have some more time in front of us? Sure. We're done. So why have these seven steps? In the first stage, men cease to lead their families in worship. Spiritual and moral development became secondary. Their view of God became naturalistic, mathematical, mechanical. Romans went through stage two. Men selfishly neglected care of their wives and children to pursue material wealth. 
political, military power, and cultural development. Material values began to dominate thought, and the man began to exalt his own role as an individual. Back. Step Involved a change in men's sexual values. Men who were preoccupied with business or war, eat or war, either to their wives sexually or became involved with lower class women or homosexuality. Ultimately, a double standard of morality developed. Check. The fourth stage affected women. The role of women at home and with children lost value and status. Women were neglected and the role of value. They revolted their wealth and also for sex outside marriage. Women also began to minimize having sex relations to conceive children, and the emphasis became sex for pleasure. Marriage laws were changed to make divorce easy. Check. In day five, husbands and wives competed against each other for money, home leadership, and the affection of the children. This resulted in hostility and frustration and possible homosexuality in the children. Many marriages ended up in separation divorce. Many children were unwanted, aborted, abandoned, molested, and undisciplined. The more undisciplined children became, the more social pressure there was to not have children. Breaking the home produced anarchy. Check. Sixth stage. Selfish individualism grew and carried over into society. Fragmented into smaller and smaller group worlds. The nation was the weakened by internal conflict. The decrease in the birth rate produced an older population that had less ability to defend itself and less will to do so, making the nation more vulnerable to its enemies. And finally, unbelief in God became more complete. Parental authority diminished, and ethical and moral principles disappeared, affecting the economy and government. Thus, by internal weakness and fragmentation, the societies came apart. There was no way to save them except by a dictator who arose from within or by barbarians who invaded from without. And although this is an ancient pattern of decline found in Greece and Rome, it is relevant today's. Families are the foundation of a nation. When the family crumbles, the nation falls because nations are built upon family units. And family units are built upon human beings. And if you don't know how you work, if you don't know the bowels and the if you don't know how that machine that works, if you don't know who your God is, then go to likeitmatters.net. Don't just listen to this radio show daily from 11 to 12. Go to likeitmatters.net and get your butt in a class so we can change your life for the better. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Should you try to install a tankless water heater yourself? Metro Heating and Cooling recommends using a professional plumber. Metro Heating installs Rheem, the number one name in tankless water heaters. The Rheem iconic, super high-efficient tankless gas water heater lets you load the laundry, start the dishwasher, and still enjoy a hot shower. Get up to $2,500 in tax credits and rebates while slashing your energy costs with a Rheem tankless water heater installed by Metro Heating and Cooling. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are traveling back to the Holy Land on the Stand With Israel Tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. This trip of a lifetime to Israel is one you won't want to miss. Register today before it's too late. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. 